I do. And I don't. What's your favorite nursery rhyme? I'll tell you what the Kardashians' favorite nursery rhyme is. There was an old lady who lived in a shoe, uh, maybe more like designer shoes and... uh, you know, they just love shoes. That's right. You've tuned into I Do and I Don't <laughs> podcast show, the show where we talk about uh, celebrity hot goss. Oh, no. What is, <laughs> who's your favorite celebrity right now, Kat? I have zero awareness of celebrity culture. That may come as a surprise to you. Okay, no. Have we asked this question recently or is it a personal conversation I had? Who's your celebrity crush? Mark Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. That's forever and ever. Really? And ever. Like, because he's getting old. Yeah. But you're still into what's going on with Mark I Ruffalo. I would, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, short, sh- short answer, yes. Long answer, yes, really. I don't. I have not much more to say than yes. <laughs> I was going to yes. get into like graphic detail about things I'd like to do to Mark Ruffalo, but nobody needs to hear that. Would you be interested in him in his Hulk form? Ooh, Hulk smash. Uh, maybe not. That might be more than I can handle. You can smash this Hulk. Um. That's interesting. I don't like I somebody asked me that recently. Who's your celebrity crush? I couldn't think of anyone. My celebrity crush will always be Mark Ruffalo. I feel like maybe I need to find like a like always as well, but I I like when I was younger I liked Sandra Bullock. Oh, she's adorable. Yeah, and while you were sleeping. Mm. I really I connected with that Sandra. Did you? That was yeah. your favorite Sandra? Mm. I also am very partial to The Rock. Yeah. Yeah. He's attractive, too. Um, Very different, though. Now, you don't like Brad Pitt or George Clooney? No. Because I was saying to this person I was conversing with that, uh, by the way, people say conversating. What? That's not a Have you heard this word? No. People go like, uh, yeah, I was just conversating with somebody. No, you were conversing, you moron. Wow. Yeah. Um, Just think of the shoes. Shit like that is why I'm single. Full circle. Because you correct people's English? No, because I want to. Well, it makes me crazy. Maybe that's why I, I am single as well, except that I do correct it. And <laughs> I am often speaking to people with English as a second language. So, Well, that's a very valid reason <laughs> to not have perfect to correct English. Them? Oh, yeah. It's, no, of course. It, I, I don't think it's wrong for that. Like, they, It's not like crazy that this person has spoken English incorrectly because it is English as a second language. But I am correcting it in an educational way, Kat, and I don't think I should be persecuted for that either. Well, in my experience, anybody I've been friends with who's learning English is grateful to have some help. Yeah, I think it's hit and miss with that. Because sometimes it's like... You certainly have much more experience than I do. Oh, I appreciate that. And then eventually it's like... Enough already. Enough. Tell me. And it's like, okay, sorry. But you just use the wrong tense there. That's all. Speaking of tense. <laughs> Who's Why? your celebrity crush besides Sandra Bullock? Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. I, I don't even know. She's a reflector like me. What's that mean? Human design is this whole thing. It's like astrology on steroids. Oh, this sounds really realistic. But um, reflectors are 1% of the human population. 1% reflectors, eh? Mm-hmm. What on earth are you talking about? Like, I, I get it's Australia, but... <laughs> <laughs> what? Astrology. Astrology. <laughs> uh, no. I get it. It's it, astrology. It's, it's going to take too long for me to explain, and you only right. be like somewhat interested. So. Yeah, no. Um, My celebrity crush 
is Mark Ruffalo. Okay. Is he, is he a reflector too, or is they all women? I don't know what he is, actually. Oh, so it's all about star signs? Uh, but more specific Human design is both like a combination of astrology and the I Ching. It's, mm. it's very complicated. I love eating. <laughs> I love eating too. All right. Well, uh, well, why don't we, I guess you would have now if two reflectors, do they do well in a relationship together? Reflectors don't do well in relationships, period. Period. Yeah. Because oh, we have, we have a tendency to, um, take on the energy of everyone around us and then mm. shine it back at them. Oh, that makes sense with the word reflector. So if the room is really good, then we kind of supercharge the atmosphere so everyone sees how good it is mm. but if there's a lot of tension and conflict it, it it's a gong show hmm that's probably why that one comedy night went really bad with you in the room yep. because uh 100 i can you think it was you? you yes i feel like it was shit just because it was shit but it was particularly outrageous comedy but that undercurrent of suffering that everyone could feel that was probably me <laughs> thanks for coming cat uh <laughs> Please only invite me when we the all lo- lineup pushed, is good. We all could have pushed through this, but uh, you had to drag <laughs> us all down. Instead, we were all traumatized. I don't know if great. that's entirely true. I have a hard time believing that. I know. You don't believe in any of those things. Well, I mean, not to that extent where like you could affect everyone else's mood by your presence. But you didn't even say anything. You just sat to. there with your arms crossed and a scowl on your face. <laughs> you, you've not really spent a lot of time with me when I've been in a shitty mood. Mm. So You're always in a good mood when you come over here. It's because I enjoy your company. Because you know I have that bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, if I'm a good girl, <laughs> maybe he'll let me finally use the bathtub. <laughs> um, but we do give intimate relationship advice. Yes, that's what we're here for, isn't it? <laughs> Not celebrity crushes or astrology. Yeah, but sometimes those things do come into play. Uh, do they come into play in our first question, Kat? No, this is oh, well. this this one made my head spin a little bit. All right, this will be fun. Yeah, here's one you probably haven't heard before. It's spinning already. Mm-hmm. I've been seeing a therapist once a week for about six months now to deal with some recent trauma and addiction. I'm finding myself developing feelings for her, and I know she's not married. I'm single too. Should I find a new therapist? Should I find a new therapist and then ask this one out? Mm, Risky. So therapists, as a rule, I've seen this in movies, can't date their clients. Fuck no. (laughs) Fuck no. (laughs) Fuck no. I'm a coach, um, and I would not date a client. Interesting. Now, didn't... The Sopranos therapist, Tony's therapist, fall in love with him or something? Yeah. And it's not, I don't think it's uncommon for people to develop feelings for their therapists Mm -hmm. or possibly even vice versa. I think therapists are more trained to like manage that emotional attachment. And what about Bob? I feel uh, Bob immediately. Have you seen this movie? I have, but I don't remember. Bill Murray just is obsessed with uh, Richard Dreyfus as his therapist. Instantly after one meeting, <laughs> yeah, he so just hangs it's, on. It's not uncommon because, like, yeah. for a lot of people, it's the first time they have the safety to be totally vulnerable, right? And they're also not judged in that atmosphere. So, like, not we very few of us have really felt what it's like to unpack our emotions and our experiences and not be judged and just be wholly accepted. And someone's just listening, 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 yeah, listening, being you know. 
reassuring, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. you know, helping you mm-hmm. put together connections and How does like that make you feel exactly. Mm-hmm. And you know, if then they are also attractive, it uh, can become very complex. This is why I can only play a therapist on a podcast because <laughs> <laughs> I would just be devastating to these people coming in to see me. Yeah. I, I mean, it would just be love, love, love. I'd, go, I'd be hitting them off with a stick. And I'd be like, I don't want to do capital punishment in my therapy sessions, but if you need to bend over and get a spanking because you're already in love with me, so be it. What's your hourly rate, Joel? <laughs> Can I, do you, do you uh, have a chaise lounge or should I just lay in the tub? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, my therapist is a man. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And have you sucked him off yet? Oh, my God. <laughs> Joel, that's terrible. That upset me, actually, because I was about to say, like, I've been seeing him for four years now. Oh, wow. Um, And I was very resistant Mm. to the idea of a male therapist. I've never had a male therapist. I didn't think it was a good idea. He's also, like, the same age as me, more or less. Mm. So I... And very handsome. Well, he's not... He's not... Ugly. (laughs) I'm trying to be very professional here because we have a really good relationship. And all of that to say, like, I think having him as my therapist has helped heal a lot of my shit around men, Mm. period. Because he's never been anything but super appropriate. A trusted man. Yeah. Like, I can trust him. He's never, ever, ever done anything to make me feel uncomfortable. And, like, we've been through a lot of shit, a lot of my shit together. And, like, yeah, I've done some of my best work in that space. So... I don't know. I feel like, you know, without understanding how therapy works and understanding like the emotions that can come up, it would be very easily to easy to develop feelings for a therapist. So this one made your head spin just because this person is really jumping to conclusions. It made my head spin because we've not ever seen a question like this before. Quite literally, like I thought that this was really interesting. Um, it I, also made me think because I've been doing more work with men in my own work. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh wow! I, that, I guess that's something I have to like be Am aware I, of. Are men falling in love with me? <laughs> Am I so sexy that all these men that I'm prompting Joel. want me now? I guess that is a. That's exactly what my that internal is a monologue true sounds fear. like. <laughs> you're, you're starting to do these zoom. Cat starts sort of. Wanting to make it happen a little bit, just you know, your mass, massive ego. <laughs> so you'll start these Zoom calls. You'll walk over, uh, just in a bra. Oh, you're already on. Oh, hello. I'm so embarrassed. Let me go grab a sweater real quick. You know, you run out of the room, just a thong. You know, <laughs> you're like, oh, I'm sorry. You had to see that you're you're in this like just soft, uh, like light gown. You come back. Oh, I'm sorry. I got something a bit more appropriate on. I, I'm so embarrassed that you had to see that. Thank you so much. Now you've given me like a whole new life for that bin of burlesque exactly. costumes that I was mentioning. Cat's wearing nothing but a corset and some tassels on her nipples. What are they called? Pasties. Pasties. I like the. I like calling them tassels better. But they don't always have tassels. Well, Joel, thank you. I'm glad that you see me as the consummate professional that I try to be. That's great. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm wearing absolutely nothing but this corset. <laughs> How embarrassing. Let me just go run and put on something more appropriate. Don't fall in love with me now. <laughs> <laughs> You're an ass. Uh, no, but I think like I think it's wholly inappropriate for this person to ask his therapist out on a date. I think she would be mortified. I mean, it's crazy to to already be like, okay, let me get a new therapist real quick. And then, (laughs) well, wait, whoa, whoa, 
because she might not be into this. Mm-hmm. She may be a professional therapist. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, the moment he discloses that he has feelings for her, she has to stop treating him. Right, so he's going to just get a jump on taste there and hope against all hope that, you know, she also is into him. Yeah, exactly. So but, my, I mean, this my guy's advice... got all these fucking problems. You think she wants to... <laughs> just joking. <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah. My advice, though, is for him to understand that it's very normal and natural to develop a feeling of attachment and closeness to your therapist. You know, and if they're an attractive person, there might be some feelings of attraction too, but you have to understand that that is being created because they are creating total safety for you to just be as you are. Mm. And, you know, at no point would it occur to them, hopefully, to cross that line with you. And they're not very likely thinking about that in any kind of real serious way either. They're probably trying to figure out how to navigate all the things that are going on in your psyche. Is it psyche? Yep. At this juncture, and they're probably doing their job as professional people. Yeah. So they just aren't sitting there going, I wonder if I could bang this guy. Yeah. They're definitely not thinking Mm -hmm. that. It's interesting. It kind of makes me think, as you were talking, I was thinking of photography. My camera's on the table. (laughs) And your bathtub's right around the corner. (laughs) Okay, so you were thinking about photography, you are lying and saying? Um, No, I was thinking about (laughs) photography because I... I was thinking about uh, photography. I've been been in really charged photo shoots, right? Where it's like very sexy. Mm -hmm. uh, And I'll be feeling something, but the photographer will be like 100% just focused on business. Interesting. So do you think that happens all the time? Because I've been looking for models. (laughs) So you think definitely if I'm taking sexy photos, the girls are going to want to bang me i don't know um i but that's something every time you're in a sexy photo shoot you not every time it depends on the photographer certainly well what's the trick to getting (laughs) (laughs) actually i've thought of this because i do i have wanted to do um sexy photos and boudoir have you yeah because i think like how beautiful is it like a, a naked woman's body you know incredibly beautiful you can try to find like really nice angles and things like that Mm -hmm. but uh and something to learn but even in my own just like and i've done a few like underwear type of photo shoots with a couple people but um i always think like even if there were an attraction there and like if there was something that like well, I'm sure I would find them attractive, but like if there was a mutual thing, I feel like I'd be like, let's not, if if you feel a little turned on, or let's not pursue that in this photo shoot time. Let's do mm-hmm. this professional time. And yeah. then if like afterwards, like I'm talking a different day, yeah, we want to see each other in a different context, then let's do that. Because you want to keep those things completely separate. 100% you do. Like it'd be, Especially if you are serious about pursuing this. Because if you right. make one misstep, they all talk to each other. Right. And it feels like you're you're taking advantage of a moment yeah. that you don't want to do. Because then they might go, oh yeah, I got lost in that moment. And yeah. maybe I wouldn't have done that. if I, You know what I mean? So you just want to make sure that you like, that was, this is a, we're doing a photo shoot. And that's what we're doing. And then separate those things but yeah i think that's a good call yeah but your therapist is not dating fodder for you let's now round back to that this is the this is the other question that i have for you cat if 
you were to find yourself like really into your male therapist that you have and you were like thinking like this guy going like hmm I could date this guy like this this is a I wish I could just get a new therapist and this could be my new partner do you think it'd be wise to still get the new therapist and not have that person as your therapist because of your feelings towards hundred percent. You should find a new therapist if you can't reconcile that. So this person either has to kind of get over it and realize yeah. you, there's probably not a mutual thing going on there. Yeah. And if you are just like sitting there going, I can't think of anything but this person and I want to like, I really like her. Yeah. Like I really want to pursue something with her. Then just find a new therapist yeah. and, and uh, leave her alone. Yeah, 100%. But if you're finding a new therapist anyway, you don't, why, why bother? You know, can't you just be like, you just shoot your shot, yeah, see what happens? Why not? Uh, Is I that crazy? <laughs> I don't know that you can use that term in this context, but. <laughs> Is that fucking psychotic? Is that sociopathic? Joel. Um, I Is mean, that nuts? No, but is that wrong? There may be like a statute of limitations around how like how close treating someone and dating them could potentially be too. Right. So like if you are under any kind of like college of psychotherapists or social workers, there may be something in your contractual obligations that says you can't blur the lines for like a year or whatever mm. after treatment. So I wonder if there's like people that go to school to become a therapist and the uh, the people that are like the professor or whatever is like no, you can't do this. And there's like why not? You're too hot. Every, <laughs> everyone that you, everyone you treat is gonna fall in love with you. Well, only treat women. You not they'll fall in love with you too. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You're too hot. No, I don't think that's a all thing. the all the straight women. They'll become bi. <laughs> You're just too attractive. Impossible. Do something else. Become a. High-priced escort. Become a high-priced escort. That that's the same as a therapist anyway. Half the time, apparently, you make better money. Also, (laughs) do you think so? One hundred percent. High-priced, right? High-priced. That's part of it. Yeah. Well, there's there's more of a window. Like you can retire in a career (laughs) of psychotherapy. Arguably, you may have done more good for the world too in that context. But as a sex worker, no. Well, yeah. I guess (laughs) it's a a big question mark, isn't it? Mm. Um, All right. Well, there you go. Uh, Okay, what kind of questions should you ask yourself before you know whether or not you're ready to consider getting married? Hmm. So this is what kind of questions should you ask yourself Mm -hmm. about the other person or just about yourself? Let's say... About yourself. About yourself, yeah. Well, when I never got married. (laughs) (laughs) How about when you never... Wait, you did get married. I did get married. What did you, did you ask yourself questions or was that I, one of the pitfalls? Yeah, 100% could have asked myself many more questions. <laughs> so here's an example of the questions that I've arrived at after not having asked myself any. What kind of partnership do I want to nurture for the rest of my life? Mm-hmm. What are my strongest values with regard to relationship and how aligned are we? Mm. How do I want to age? Gracefully, probably. Mm. And actively. Let me just say this, this uh, act being active as you age. Yeah. Um, That's, I would imagine that people become old sometimes if their partner's old. Like I'm not saying by age, but if that's just an old, like we talked about that woman reading 
in bed <laughs> or man, whatever. It's like you're becoming old. Yeah, if you're sedentary and like, you know, not up for fun. Then. Yeah. Um, but these values so important because I, I, I'm sure people do float through life without looking at their own values. There are many people who've never asked themselves, what do I value? And sometimes the values, I think, you know, are there, Mm -hmm. but they can easily be swayed. It's that whole line, if you stand for nothing, you fall for anything. Yeah. You know, and values. So you're, you're like, well, I like this person. So I'll just like go along with whatever. This is my friend. I'll just follow whatever they're, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, if you don't know thyself and to thine own self be true before you get married, danger zone. Totally danger zone. That's how people end up losing themselves. You know, Mm -hmm. they forget who they are. Right. They they even never did. I want to be the person I used to be. Well, who were you? you. Yeah, exactly. Hard to say. Um, What kind of parent do I want to be? Do I want to be a parent? Exactly. Yep. What's my relationship like with money? Ooh, huge in in a marriage. That one kills a lot of marriages. Mm-hmm. How attached am I to family? Mm-hmm. How much do I want to travel? Where do I want to travel? This family one, just to go back to that one, I'm just picking on these ones that I feel are interesting. <laughs> not just interesting, but that I'm interested in, I should say. Um, but like, not only, it's like... What family do we want to make about like mm-hmm. with the children thing, but also like yeah, what in, like what amount of time are we spending with our extended our extended family? family? Yeah, what oh his family likes to come over unannounced every weekend, every weekend or sometimes just throughout the week, and I and then we all make dinner together. Like, do you like that sort of thing? Because that's a cultural thing yeah. with like many different cultures. Or is this something that makes me want to run and hide? Yes. Yeah, totally. You know, because I know I'd be part two of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so would I, surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, like, please don't just show up. Yeah, this no. is crazy. Um, what's my relationship like to sex? Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are others. I can't really think of any. At this well, those moment. are all a lot of big, big, actually, those are huge questions. Yeah. That I feel like anything else might be secondary to that and yeah. might come from those types of questions like yeah this is actually those are excellent answers for this person because you got you should know that stuff yeah and and then when you sort of uh think about those things and i'm gonna uh talk about the sex one again because you know um i you know bump up against this issue now and again but if you don't know what your relationship with sex is and you sort of like just been in this relationship and maybe not been true to that relationship and, and, and maybe even your partner doesn't know what your true relationship with sex is type of thing. Like what you, um, what, what really connects you to that necessarily. Cause maybe you've just been pleasing them mm. or, you know, whatever. If you, go through these questions and that one for this uh, example and go, oh, my relationship with sex is different than the way it's presented in our relationship and the way it looks right now. Uh, you got to go, oh, I, I need to have that. I need, we need to fix, we need to yeah. <laughs> change this yeah, so that it matches. All, all of these questions are good to revisit. Yeah. 
and we got to go like does this does this match our relationship what's there like it it un, it really yeah these are big if you're getting married next month you might want to postpone it because um i feel like if you haven't <laughs> you asked need these to go questions sit on a mountain and ask yourself some things yeah and it's hard to get to tibet right now but like um i feel like you need to give it a shot yeah because these are big questions that if you haven't explored them you you might be surprised and then you're going to probably surprise your partner. Yep. And that's better to do now. Then, and by the way, these could be good surprises. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then to do, you know, five years into your marriage when you're unhappy. Yep. Agree. Solved. Solved. Next one. Last mm-hmm. one, in fact. We blew through that one, I thought. Um, how much does size actually matter? Mm. The new guy I'm dating is amazing in so many ways, but he's got a small dick. It's not a micro penis, but I'd say it's definitely below average. Is this bothering me more than it should? <laughs> I don't know. How much is it bothering you? <laughs> I just love it. I'm not going to tell you how much. It's you bothering tell me, how me I enough feel that about I this. had to write in to Joel and Kat to ask them about size. Hi, could you tell me how much how I feel about this? Sure. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I guess it just depends on the person's feeling toward or or lack of feeling towards um <laughs> these small penises. I guess I've heard it's about the flow of the the motion of the ocean. Uh, no, size matters, eh? Uh, Kat, let me ask you this. Let me ask you <laughs> actually okay, cuz you're having a hard time. I'm sputtering. Over let me ask you this. Um, I wanted to make a joke about so is his tiny dick, like, but like, why? It just because it's small doesn't mean it sputters when he comes. <laughs> um, so, let me ask you this question: If you're with somebody who um, has an average or below average size penis, you're walking beside them. You know, you feel one way. If you have a guy, he's got a big hanging dick. And he's good with, it. and he's a, like a nice guy. And these, like, they're equal people. But this, this one's got this big, beautiful cock. And you're just walking beside them. Do you feel a sense of confidence that your man's got a nice big hog? Does that change anything in your? I mean, this this feels like such a subjective answer because I think I'm asking you, me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so in my history, which you have so graciously pointed out, is vast and complex. <laughs> I have only, in all the people I've ever been with, only ever once, no, twice. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. I've had two sizable dicks. Hmm. What are we talking in the, because this isn't like massive. No, they, they were quite enormous. Massive. Yeah. So like they, they would compare these. So like they Coke unfurl hands. from the pants and you're like, oh, wow. So these like heading towards the knee sort of like um, very no, big. No, no, no. Like we're not talking 12 inches? No, not 12. Like eight inches. Yeah, but like also girthy. like Big girthy eight inches. Serious. Inch. Yeah. So one of them belonged to this beautiful man who lived in my neighborhood who was substantially younger than I was. Uh, and he was so unassuming and tall and sweet. Um, and I think, I feel like 
it was the whole package. It was like all of him that made that a really amazing experience. Mm-hmm. The other guy was completely nuts. Hmm. Like batshit crazy. <laughs> so. It's interesting to admit to, I fucked this guy who was out of his fucking tree. Well, like I, oh, how many details do I want to get? I don't, I didn't know how out of his tree he right. was. Yeah. Until after the deed had been done. I mean, that's usually how it should happen. If you do know, oh, this is a person just fresh out of an asylum. Let's go for it. Um, (laughs) Well, he wasn't like that crazy. No, but he was. He was a a real. I was about to say handful. (laughs) In fact, he was two handfuls. But yes. Um, So I would say, like, what has more been the case has been. Average-sized, pleasing penises. Mm. Like, I- I'm a girth person more than length. Yeah. I want to feel full. Mm. Right? Yeah. I mean, you can always add different things into different things to add to that sensation of Yes, fullness, of course. But... And this is the next point I was going to make. Like, there are ways to supplement. So, but, so you, it's hard for you to answer the question of walking beside a guy you really like and he also has a nice big go- a di- dick that you're crazy about. Yeah. I've um, had many dicks that I'm crazy about, but yeah. it had nothing to do with their size. Mm. It was just like the person. This is a question that I've uh, talked like over and over again. I've had this uh, struggle. Is it the penis or the person? Is mm. it the man or the myth? You know? I There have been some guys that I've dated and I've really liked them, but did not like their dick. Mm. And not because it was necessarily small. Sometimes they're too skinny. Sometimes they're just weird looking. Just not good looking. Just weird looking dicks. Yeah. And that that matters to me. I'm just going to say yeah, it. Aesthetics. Aesthetics are important. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I like I like a pretty pussy. Yeah. And like the way you define a pretty pussy is going to be different than the way anyone else does too, right? There's no reason to be in, insecure about your pussy. It's probably pretty. Yeah. But I like... A certain what I would, type of yeah. pretty pussy. I like all the pussies, but we, like I might like lean towards a, a particular type. Have, Size is important for me too. <laughs> go ahead. Because it's like a mechanical issue, right? Like right. if someone isn't large enough lengthwise, I have a really big ass. Mm. So there's like mechanical issues that can yes. happen in certain positions. Yeah, absolutely. So I will, I'm just going to put that forth as well. And please now finish your thought. Uh, no, that's a very good point. Like if you're laying on your stomach, I mean, this person's got to get through those butt cheeks all the way down into your pussy, which by the way is, unless you're pushing it out a little bit, you know, all the way down. And then you got to get, you're in the pussy, but you got to get deep into that pussy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you need a bit of length for that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if I remember what I was going to say. And I don't want to have to give up certain positions that I really love. Yeah. Or lose that ass. Well, that's never happening. <laughs> that's never happening. That's not possible, but... Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so what can we do? Um, like, I need more detail about what she doesn't enjoy. Does she not feel full enough? Right. Is it just like an, a length it's, issue? It, well, it's, it's below average, and it sounds Does like it's well below average. she have a big ass like average. me and is like missing doggy style in the way that she likes to be doggy style? I feel like you could still, like, just pull your ass open. Well. Come on, guys. <laughs> Get your shoulders down. Grab that ass. But have you ever been with a guy who you 
really don't like that much. Like, you're just like, I don't really respect this person, but that dick. Yes. So I just told you about it. Well, that's the crazy guy? <laughs> yeah, I went back like three times. Cat! Like, <laughs> the dick. I just dick. thought it was a big dick. You were like, ooh, that's a big dick. But like, this is like, oh my goodness, this guy has a great dick and he knows how to use yes. it. Yes. Uh, interesting. Yep. And this young guy with the big dick, he also knew how to use it and that was just like heavenly. Yeah. So is it the dick or the man? In these cases, like, it was the dick, but like the man wields the dick. Mm-hmm. So, like, how do you separate man and dick? Man and dick. You can't. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. So, with, you know, if you have the great power, you need to have the great responsibility or else the great power, there is no, like, you can have a big dick, but it's like, it doesn't matter. No, a huge it, dick, if it's not used properly, is actually horrible. Painful. There's nothing worse than, like, getting your cervix pounded. Yeah. It's, like, so uncomfortable. Interesting. So, um, I guess with this girl, we need to advise her that Yeah, you might need a bigger dick. <laughs> <laughs> it just depends. Like it's. I, I was gonna say you could maybe work with this cock. I have definitely worked with cocks in my experience. Like usually, a person who has like a below average penis size will have some other skills that they've developed, realizing that they have a below average penis size. Mm. Yeah, but what if you have a perfect cock that's maybe somewhat above average and wonderful, but then you also are good with these other skills, which are which probably you're just as good as somebody with a micro penis. <laughs> then you're blessed, I then guess. Why shouldn't she just find him? Because <laughs> he's hiding in his house and not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, but he's on a fucking podcast. <laughs> That she listens to because she sends questions to it. Uh, so you're looking to date Joel then. But, um, yeah, I mean, if is she coming? Exactly, yes. Also, if you're into anal, a smaller dick is going to be better than a big one. I can tell mm. you that right now. <laughs> Based on what I've heard. Uh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. In the locker room. All right. That may or may not be true, folks. <laughs> Because if you want to feel full, sometimes you want to feel full in that bum bum. <laughs> and, uh, but you were going to say that, you know, he, he could always, you know, uh, put a dildo in your butthole while he's fucking you in your pussy. And, and then you'll feel plenty And then you'll full. feel very full. That's a really, I was going to say that. He might get offended by, well, you, you said I was going to suggest mm-hmm. those things that I assumed. Uh, but he might get offended by toys. So if he's that kind of guy, if he's the kind of guy that gets offended by toys, the small dick is not the reason you should dump him. <laughs> it's the getting Run offended away. by toys. Yeah. All right. Interesting. So that is the kiss of death for me. Offended by toys? No, yes. When someone says you're not going to need that, I'm mm. like, oh really? Can you reproduce the RPMs of this particular product? I'm pretty sure you can't. You could try. Um, <laughs> one way. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't handle that. That makes me fucking. Gotta flick livid. your tongue really fast. Like, maybe I will need it. 
maybe the reasons why I can't have an orgasm with you, person who I hardly know, have nothing to do with your skill and everything to do with my own personal experience. You know, like, fuck you. Uh, but Kat. <laughs> why am I getting so angry? Really, really, really angry. <laughs> you know what? It sounds like you need a relaxing bath, if I'm honest. <laughs> I need a bath and a hot therapist. <laughs> um, <laughs> too bad I just play one on a podcast. <laughs> That's going to be the episode title for this one. <laughs> I need a bath and a hot therapist. Um, oh, I thought I was going to just play. Anyway, um, but my, uh, what was my question going to be? Um, about dick size? No, it's going to be about this toy question. Because sometimes, because you're, you're, you're saying the attitude of you're not going to need that is annoying and offensive. Fair enough. But it's not about need all the time, is it? No. It's more like. you just want that kind yeah, of an orgasm. Like, hey, look at this. This is an extra thing that we could employ in this uh, in our play. Yeah, just for fun. Just for fun. It's fun. I don't. You're right. It I don't feels need good. it. I, I this could probably be fine sex. Yeah, my fingers are perfect. Also. <laughs> yeah, you could go away, and I could make myself yeah, come. I can uh, make with myself my little come digits. more by myself than we could. Certainly. In is this family. just because this is a new guy? Uh, I don't know. I'm you're just, so angry at him. I'm, I'm just. He's not even real, Kat. You're just so angry at him. I just, I, I don't know. That attitude is like so dull. It does speak to someone who has like no imagination, right? I was talking to someone recently and they were like, um, uh, I'm going to rephrase that. I remember talking to somebody and <laughs> they suggested that like, uh, oh, if I, I brought toys out or whatever, you might be uh, upset or offended or whatever. And I go, What? That's never going to happen. They're toys. Like, why wouldn't you want to play with yeah, toys? Like what? Hello? That's fine. I, you know, I, and you actually, what I re- remember learning this was from, uh, what was her name? Sue, the sex woman. It was mm. a Sue. And she was just like, nothing can uh, replace a flesh and blood cock. No, it's that's true. That's a penis. That's, that's going to be nice. That's what somebody wants that human contact. Yeah, of course. Uh, but a hard plastic dildo or, <laughs> whatever a little butt plug or whatever it is those are added little things that are fun or whatever yeah. so who it's cares it's like icing mm-hmm. you don't need icing no but might as well have some icing for you might as well you know i like to get the uh those muffins from tim hortons with a little bit of cream cheese icing a carrot cake muffin with cream cream cheese icing i don't need the cream cheese icing i can go get the normal carrot cake muffins <laughs> from the store but it's just nice to have that extra little a little bit extra yeah yeah, the attitude of like, you know, we don't need all this. Well, no, of course you don't need it. But the point is that it's... But I've got 500 fucking corsets. I'm going to wear them. <laughs> yes. Actually, I, I do. I um, And it's not like an offense thing or anything like that. But sometimes, like, I love nudity. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like... And you mentioned all the sexy underwear and stuff. I'm like, yeah, Just get, be naked. But, like, the process of getting... You like that? Dressed in an outfit oh. like that? It's already like I'm thinking about how it's going to be removed mm-hmm. and how it's going to, you know, feel coming off. Mm. It gets my mind ready. But what if it's just like you, your shirt comes off and you're like, oh, look at this cute little matching underwear set. It's just like, who cares? Rip it off. Fuck. <laughs> Are you not happy with that? It's just like you want it to take time and have... Ooh, I want to see this. I feel like the lingerie is more for me than anybody else. Mm. 
I've yet to be with someone who's like really into lingerie. Like really appreciates yeah. it. Because yeah. I've been I've been presented with like somebody presents themselves in like some underwear. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. But that's I'd like exactly to see what your they nipples hear. now. And I'd like to <laughs> No, but like it, internally. Like mm-hmm. of course I'm gonna go, ooh, sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile you're like take it off. It was like, yeah, like let's There's too many laces. What are you doing? I mean, I don't mind, you know, if you're wearing a lovely underwear to like move it to the side and fuck you with the underwear on for a bit. Yeah. But that's not for me. That's that's just for you to enjoy wearing the underwear longer, I guess. <laughs> Cuz I'm like I'm so happy with just like although skin on skin. Although you got some tight jeans on and you just pull them down right under the butt. So the butt's popping out, <laughs> bubbling out from, and then you're able to like get in there or even just stick your face in that <laughs> butt for a bit. That's not lingerie, but that's fantastic. So clothes can be fun. Clothes can be fun. Yes. Yeah. Yep. That's one scenario of it, you know, that could be ripped fucking jeans. I don't care. Those could be greasy jeans. I don't care. Just get that. Mm. You know I like keeping stockings on only. Yeah. I, I actually like, don't mind that. I like how they feel sliding against someone else's skin. I've got a song called Argyle Socks about a girl who, you know, who we were, when we were having sex was wearing knee-high Argyle socks. That's for hot. It. Yeah. Fucking hot. As a the bisexual part of you, do you enjoy lingerie on on a woman? I do. So that like you guys would just stay in your lingerie and play like with that. Potentially, yeah. There's not you don't like at or a certain I'd, point. I'd remove it like really slowly. And do the clasp, and then just like take one of the shoulders mm-hmm. and pull it off, and yep. then let it let it do that thing where it twists in the wind. <laughs> And then you throw it onto the floor, and then she goes, "Not the floor, sorry, sorry. I want to, sorry, I want to put that on the dresser. That's very expensive. Don't just leave it on the floor." <laughs> yeah, the only women I sleep with are OCD for sure. <laughs> yeah. They're the best. They're very detail oriented. Very detail. It's like they'll suck. They won't just suck one labia a lot. They'll suck both labias equally. equally yep. It's very important. Yep. Not you, it's not like you, the nipple on your bigger breast is getting all the attention. The other nipple is getting some attention too. Yeah. There's a lot of patterns involved as well. <laughs> Repetition. Yeah. You have to kiss my nose three times. <laughs> uh, someday we're going to get an angry letter. <laughs> then we'll know we've made it. Yes. Come on, please, people with... Some mental health questionable issues. Is that what it is? What mental health issues? Can you say mental health issues? I think so. Okay. Please let the fucking crazy people write us letters. Rude. <laughs> Rude. I think everyone has mental health issues, don't they? And if they didn't before the pandemic, they do now. <laughs> they do now. We've Join all the club. got we've Welcome all got everyone. them now. Um, guys, you've been listening to I Do and I Don't Podcast Show. I'm going to take a bath. The podcast. Do you have a bath in your new place? I do. Oh, is this why you're so obsessed? Yeah, I got a big... I have been lifting boxes since Sunday. Mm. So I'm going to sit in my very sketchy old tub. Oh, it's sketchy and old, but is it deep? It is, yeah. Well, there you go. Sounds like some of the men you date. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Low-hanging fruit. Um... (laughs) 
I do and I don't podcast show. You guys can send those questions like what you've heard tonight, today, uh, to <laughs> I do and I don't show at gmail.com or Facebook or Instagram at I do and I don't show or our website I do and I don't dot show, our contact page. Uh, Kat and I will, Kat will read those questions, keep you anonymous, and I will shoot from the hip and give you really inspiring answers um, the way you've just done heard on this podcast. Uh, is that it, Kat? That's it. And all we have to say after that is, um, guys, you want to use as few extension cords as possible around the house just because they are a fire hazard. 